100% another big interview on the KFM Top 40 yeah. with Carl Wasty. Don't we love big interviews with amazing people like this one? And I've chatted to this person before, but except we've never actually got a chance to be in front of each other and actually having a conversation, but now it's actually happening. Hello, Alex Solomon. Hello, Carl. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to finally be here in studio. It's so cool. So our last interviews, let's track through. There was a telephonic and then there was mm-hmm. one where I wasn't even here. I think I was in Joburg <laughs> and you were in Cape Town and we had to chat like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So the I'm first sorry. one was during COVID and then the second one I got excited. But third time lucky. <laughs> third time lucky we finally here. This is great. Well, I feel like we need a reintroduction. Uh, my name's Carl. Nice to meet you. My name's Alex. Hi, Very Alex. Nice to meet you. Uh, Where did you go to school, Alex? Uh, York High. George, but from Plett, so boarding school. Plett? Yeah. George, is that your, that's where you're from, right? Plett and George, that area. Well, yeah, Plett. Plett mainly, born and raised. And then what, what, what drove you to Cape Town? What happened? Music, <laughs> music, music, music. I okay. found my passion and I, I just knew in my heart, I was like, this, I need to get there no matter what. Yeah. And, and I'll find it, I'll find it then. I did. So super cool. So why music? Were you into like drama and things like that at school? or what, Originally, what is no, no. So I, I was mainly just sports girl. That was my identity. That was my life, all and everything. And then there was just this little inkling inside of me when I saw this post for a musical at the school. And something inside of me was like, just go for it. Yeah. And I auditioned. I loved it. What was the role? It was for hairspray. I was like Edna or something. Like I had to wear a fat suit, <laughs> but I got it. I got it. Okay, you had a, a, so then, a fat suit for your first gig. Yeah, it was very. Nice. I mean, that's quite uh, like an initiation to the industry. The funny things you have to do, right? But that's I mean, correct. It, mm. it was just it was just so fun, and I just loved the singing. And then I got into the songwriting, and that's when I really honed in on exactly what it was that I loved. I knew. I, I got close with the musical theater and that sort of thing. But then when I figured out it was the songwriting, that's when I dove directly into that. Aha. Uh-huh. Songwriting. I mean, that is indeed an art. You don't always have this opportunity to just like sit, put something to paper and it's good. It's mm-hmm. a, like, I feel like sometimes it can be very frustrating being a songwriter because you have to get the right melody and the right feeling. And then you have good stuff on the piece of paper, <laughs> but it doesn't match the tune that you have. So like, how do you even mm-hmm. navigate that space? So how, how are you honing your craft? I mean, are you writing every day? Been to some writing camps? No, for me, it's, it's, it's been very natural. Right. It's, it's almost something that I don't think about. It's, I, I've always thought of it as something that comes through me and not from me. Like I can't explain it. Like I've never struggled with melodies or lyrics yeah. it just kind of all it all happens in one go and sometimes i get inspiration at any moment like lying in bed i'll quickly write down something or but usually i yeah i'll either just get an idea yeah or yeah i'll sit down at the piano it just happens and not all of them are good ideas but i let them out and then i can revisit them later and, and i'll know this is cool. This is really cool. So you just went straight into music, like study-wise. Did you do anything? I had started with the musical theatre. I hadn't ah. quite figured it out yet. Okay. And then after that, sorry, ooh, <laughs> I'm recovering from this awful cold in Cape Town. Yeah. And then after that, then I went directly studying into music. And okay. Yeah. Lovely. I it was awesome. I'm glad you stuck to it. Eh? I mean, I know this is the third interview, and we finally got this particular <laughs> connection going now. But yeah. this is this is wonderful. So, so inspirations like you know on your, your Spotify playlist or whatever playlist through your iTunes, yes. you know everybody's got these songs that are benchmarks where you're like, oh my word, I want to get to that falsetto or I, I love that melody or the mm. way that she or he does this. So, what type of songs are on your playlist at the moment? You know that you're tracking Ooh. through that kind of 
give you a bit of inspo for the writing process? I don't know. It's quite difficult because I listen to obviously a wide variety of music yeah. and I only necessarily create in one version. So it's quite interesting to see that correlation of I might love to listen to another genre more than the one that I write in. So that's been interesting. But I love... I love listening to the older, the older music. Even not too old, Carl. Don't get too excited. I had to get excited. I'm old. <laughs> I, I need to like when you just said. I was like, please for me, say old something. is the early 2000s. I don't know if we're thinking of the same old. That's that's old enough for me okay, as well. Early, okay, but I'm early 2000s for me was was like like matric. <laughs> so so. I was in diapers, but let's go. Really, oh. I was born in 2000. You were born in in 2000. Mm, in, I, but that's the music I was raised on. So for me, there's just so much like. So what does 2000 sound like to you? Like what's because 2000 for me is Lincoln Park. Oh, for me oh. it's like Avril Lavigne and and oh, who else? Who do I really <laughs> really think of? Yeah, I, I was I was in I was like you know Lincoln Park. <laughs> Evanescence, bring me to life. Like that's just, that's type of stuff. In fact, those songs, Linkin Park, Numb, and Bring Me to Life, they turned twenty years old this year. That made me feel very old <coughs> to say. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. so raised on the, the early noughties and yes. now doing your own thing. Yeah, and writing songs like typical you. Yes. So just looking at the song title, mm-hmm. it seems like there's a. There's, there's, there's something to it. There's a typical you. Mm-hmm. It, it's got a polarity if you think about it. Because you get like, <laughs> typical you. Mm-hmm. And then you no, get exactly. like, typical you. Exactly. Making me feel good. So there's, there's this, you know, polarity in it. Your intention behind it. Because I mean, on social media, you had a story behind that, uh, the song as yeah, well. But if you is. could condense and give us the nutshell of typical you and, and the writing process and why the song is there, talk to me. So I think typical you is kind of, it holds a lot of emotions and I think it kind of can take you through different stages of grief. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's kind of written from the perspective of, you know, a breakup, say for instance, and um, you just can't escape that person. You can't stop thinking about them or even when you try to get out and distract, your, distract yourself, yeah. you meet them in different sort of ways. But there's also that feeling of, you know, you're angry at the end you still really really love them and it's like that anger but then when you actually focus on the thought of them it's like i can't actually hate you as much as i want to i still very much love you and it's so typical of you that no matter what i can't escape you it's so typical of you no matter what you do i will always adore you and that's kind of the the emotions that reflect in there so deep (laughs) yeah it is quite deep but it's uh, but it's great because it's very relatable you know, because, you know, when you say typical you, in that relationship, prior to it failing, let's just say, <laughs> it was always that uh, you'd think of the, about the person all the time, exactly. so much love. And then yeah. now even after, there's like a remnant of that feeling that they gave. And you're like, oh, this is so you to do this to me yeah. while, after the relationship. What's going on? Yeah, I like this. It's very, very good writing style, I must just say. And remember that this is a complete exclusive because this song, when is this coming out? Only next Friday, See? the 11th. So exclusive. Very, I love it. Yes. Ex- I love it. Oh, you're also wearing a very cool T-shirt. And Thank I, I want to know, there's something behind this T-shirt that because it says typical you in it. So. <laughs> exactly. What is it? Yeah. You know, this is very special to me. I mean, with this whole project, I've, I've wanted it to be special and I've wanted to really curate it exactly how I want it. And for this, there's a lot of love put yeah. into this. And 
um, I wanted it handmade and I can't trust anyone more to make it beautifully and make it with all the love than my own mom. So my mom <laughs> made this shirt for me and we designed it together, everything custom and we're going to be signing it and running a little competition so keep your eyes peeled on my Instagram but nice. it's just a little bit of promotion, a little bit of fun but also just a way to make it a little more exciting and also yeah. make it special and I didn't, I didn't want just any print t-shirt, I wanted it something that's just as just as crafted as I made the song and that's why we did this t-shirt and it's even more special that it's made with love because there's so much emotion in this song that I wanted everything to kind of come together and it's thank you to my mom for doing this for me that's so special thank and you I mom think, I think if someone who keeps my their eyes on my Instagram wins this shirt that it's also just a very special thing to share with someone that is so cool and you're gonna sign it as well right Yes, 100%. Amazing. Not that they really care for that, but we'll make it fun. <laughs> no, so, of course, we care. Look, that's why I feel like you need to back yourself. Even at the mm -hmm. beginning of your career, no matter what, you've got to back yourself. You've got to be very, very confident in what you do. And I think you need to be confident behind this particular song. So, I want to yeah, wish you the best because yeah. I know there's more music coming. There's more collaborations with producers. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more for you to offer in the music industry. And, and never, ever doubt that. Thank you, Carl. Okay. That, that was a huge thought behind actually writing the song, was that I was terrified that I would never be heard, specifically that I'd never get on KFM. And like, what? I was a huge doubt of mine. I was like, I'm really? pursuing music, but how am I ever going to get this? That's why for me, that was my thoughts behind this song as yeah. well. And so this is a huge 180 that... But those exact feelings in the song made me here and it's also that feeling of I also thought I was never going to find love, true love and right there in the corner filming is Moral my support. fiance, the love of my life and it's just it's this whole beautiful moment that kind of just, just spun around from this song and I'm oh, yeah. it makes me emotional I'm so happy well so. don't worry about the KFM thing you've got people on the inside okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you, you. Uh, because I really I really support artists like you it's a, it's an industry that really breeds a lot of anxiety mm. And 100%. at the same time, a lot of passion. A hundred percent. So you've they're got both, anxiety and passion. both fire away at the same coexisting. time. Coexisting. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. and I want passion to be elevated and highlighted in your experience of the music industry mm. in some way. I may, I may not have like a big impact, but I try <laughs> my best. I believe that if I can make some sort of impact, it's my responsibility to do so. So even if it's something like an interview, playing this song for good pre-saves ahead of the release day, yeah. I'll do that for you. No, you're the best, Carl. You've always been from the get-go, from when I first started this, and I can't thank you enough for the support. It's even as an independent artist, it's so it's so special and it's so it's so huge. So thank you very much. I'm not done yet. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> it's not the last single that I'll back, but I feel like it's only necessary on the KFM Top 40 for you to officially introduce it to KFM, to the KFM Top 40, to life, to to your Yay! mom, to friends, family. <laughs> Give it a proper intro and let's spin this song. You ready? Yes. Go I'm for ready. it. Hello everybody, you're listening to KFM and this is Alex Solomon and you're about to listen to my new single, Typical You, 